Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. I think, hey y'all, so today we are talking about one of my favorite artist projects to do, and it's something both Taylor and I really enjoy doing, and that is travel journals. So what is a travel journal? To say it simply, it's a book or a journal that you take with you on a trip to document that trip in some form, be it writing, drawing, or just collecting the ephemera that you get. Of course, 2020 happened. If you're listening to this episode two years or five years into the future, just think back to that year that none of us went anywhere. And remember that even though most of us did not get to travel very much this year, travel journaling is something that you could do on a really large trip, a road trip, going somewhere internationally, or even doing this in your own town or in places close to you where you don't have to go very far. We also think that the start of the new year is the perfect time to start a new journal or to try travel journaling for the very first time. Definitely. So why do we love travel journaling? Well, here's a few reasons. One, you get to document your travels in a way that most people don't. The average tourist isn't going to have a journal stuffed full of thoughts, photos, sketches, and ephemera from their trip, but if you keep a travel journal, you would. You remember so much more about the place if you spend a while studying the landscape to sketch it. At least that's my experience with it. And it's really fun to create in a new place and capture the inspiration as soon as it comes in. If this is the first time that you are ever hearing about a travel journal, or perhaps you've seen some of your favorite artists on Instagram doing it, and you're not quite sure what the rules are or what should go in it, but you want to get started yourself, we have a list of ideas that we're going to share with you today about what you could put in a travel journal to help that you document where you go, how you felt, and what your trip was like. So what you put in your travel journal depends on your specific style. Maybe you don't love writing out your day. Uh, so you could just put in one word sentences about what you did each day. For example, could put the name of the beach or the name of the park that you went to or what you ate for breakfast. <laughs> uh, if you hate drawing, you could add photographs or postcards instead, or you could draw little doodles to remind you of what you did each day. This is really dependent on your style and what you like to do. Yeah, but whatever your style is, here's a few ideas. Um, you can definitely journal about your day. I found that while I don't write that often at home, 
I have so much more to write about when I'm traveling somewhere new. I just, I have so many more thoughts and experiences that I want to get down on paper. You can also try writing down your itinerary from the day as well. I like to record things that I've learned. So uh, words in a new language. You know, if you travel somewhere where the language that is spoken is different than your own native tongue, you probably don't pick up a lot, but you might say the same few words over and over, like, thank you, excuse me, hello, um, do you know where the bus is or the bathroom is or something like that. So that can be fun to document and remember to write those new words down that you learned in a new language. Or I'm obsessed with history, so I like to record historical facts or just something that I learned that I didn't know before. This could absolutely be applied to somewhere that's local to your house. If you have lived in the same place for a while or if you're new, chances are there's a park or a historical building or a school or even just a street that has some interesting historical information that you don't know. And so if you visit that place and you're learning something, it can be a really good idea to record that information that you've just learned. One thing I really love to do in my travel journals is sketching. I love drawing. So of course, when I'm traveling, I'm drawing as well. Um, you can do just drawing whatever you want, doodles, or you can try out urban sketching or field sketching. And urban sketching is usually done in the cities, like you're drawing the buildings and the scene that you see inside the city. And field sketching is usually more outside in nature, national parks, and places like that. And I love drawing the ocean and the colorful buildings when I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. I did some sketching of the cityscapes while I was in Iceland. It's just really fun to do while you're in that specific area. If you like to doodle, try doodling the meal that you ate at that cool cafe. You can even do this while you're at the cafe, which I think is really fun. And I spend a lot of time on airplanes drawing as well. I always think that is so unique and interesting about you, Katie. You are the only person I know who like sits in the airport or gets on a plane and just starts drawing. It's a good way to kill some time. <laughs> I think it's really, really cool. Don't forget to also collect your tickets, maps, brochures, little bits of paper that you're picking up along the way. Those can absolutely be put into your travel journal. They might seem silly or pointless or perhaps at the time when you pick them up, you're thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. But if you were to look back on that it, from the future, you would really appreciate having those maps or tickets there as memories. Yeah. And one of my favorite like little paper ephemeras to collect or postcards because one, they're really cheap, but I just also love the different photos and just views of the different places we visit. Everywhere you could go, you could get really unique postcards. Yeah. You can also, you know, put them directly into your travel journal at the time. Or one thing that I like to do is mail myself postcards mm -hmm. home. So um, I buy postcards wherever I'm traveling. And the in my opinion, the farther away, the better for this. But I will write, jot down some of my memories, buy a local stamp, which is really cool, and then mail them to my home address. So when I get home, it has the postage mark on it and some memories from that day. That's really cool. Okay, Katie, I have another question for you. And 
you might laugh at me when I ask this question. <laughs> All right. What's your question? Okay. Um, and if you do laugh, it's fine. But I feel like somebody out there also has this question. My question is, what is the difference between a travel journal and a photo album or a travel journal and a scrapbook? Is it the same thing as a scrapbook? It's not the same thing as a scrapbook. I think scrapbooking is really fun, but I feel like it's something you do after you get back from the trip. You get your photos printed and then you document them. Whereas a travel journal, you keep it while you're traveling. You get to document things as they happen. So you get to write down maybe memories that you might forget by the time you get back home. Or you don't have a photo of it, so you don't end up putting it in your scrapbook. I think that is a scrapbooking pitfall that is really, like, really common. Oh, I don't have a picture of it, so I can't put it in my album. Yeah, but if you're working in your travel journal, you can write it down or just jot it as a little side note next to a ticket stub from the day. Like, travel journals, I think, are less formal than scrapbooks. So, Katie, I want you to talk about one specific travel journal that you really love since you've been doing this for so long, and what's in it? How does it inspire you? What was inspiring you at the time when you were putting it together? And just why why you love it. All right, well, my absolutely favorite art journal, travel journal that I've kept has been my Iceland travel journal. Iceland was, like, my absolutely dream trip. So, of course, the travel journal that I kept is very precious to me and it's got some great memories in it. So, here are a few different things that I just put in it while I was in Iceland. So, I doodled my essentials in my art journal. Seeing the northern lights was definitely something I wanted to see while in Iceland. Like, it was at the top of my bucket list. So I also sketched out the little boat that we were on that we took out into the harbor to see the Northern Lights and kept the flyer from the cruise company as well. I did some field sketching, or I guess it would be considered urban sketching since we were out in the city of the Hallgrimskirka Church, which is the most famous church in Reykjavik. And while we were hanging out waiting on the tour bus, I was sketching the really cool architecture of the church. I also drew a map of part of the island and of the tour that we took there called the Golden Circle. And last but not least, I actually took an Instax instant camera with me. So I took some like Polaroid type instant photos of the Icelandic courses and some selfies at our Airbnb that I then just adhered into my journal while I was traveling. I love that travel journal too. I think that it's very rich in depth because you have all of these layers of tickets and souvenirs and kind of like experience lists, like you said, that essentials to survive a long flight. And then your journaling of your like feelings and thoughts when we saw the Northern Lights and we um, went and saw these waterfalls and we climbed to the top of the waterfall it was just amazing. So I think that that is a great example of a travel journal. What are some of your favorite supplies for travel journaling, for art journaling? And like, what does someone need just to get started? Mm -hmm. Well, there's so many different options out there. And like, I think it definitely, it's a personal preference, but definitely you need a great journal. Um, 
I don't know if you've heard of the traveler's notebook style, but it's usually where you have a leather cover and you actually put like paper inserts inside. So it's like you have multiple notebooks inside this one journal cover. One of my favorites is by the company Grace and Salt Ink. And her ink dories are like beautiful. The leather comes in so many different colors. So that's the journal that I take with me everywhere. And I make my own journals inside there, the inserts. I make those out of watercolor paper because I know I use so much wet mediums. If you don't want to make your own journal inserts like I do, you can also buy smaller spiral bound pads of watercolor paper. Uh, Strathmore makes a really great one. Or Moleskine's watercolor sketchbook is a really great option too that I've used in the past. Uh, some other favorite supplies would be my favorite markers. I usually use Tombow dual brush pens because they act as watercolors as well as markers. Uh, washi tape is amazing to bring as long as you have one that's definitely kind of sticky. Some of them are very sticky, but it's great to bring like a few different tapes with some pops of color and you can tape maps and tickets into your art journal. You can also bring an adhesive runner or a glue stick to adhere things in as well. Plus just the basics like pencils, erasers, pens, great tools for sketching and journaling. One of my biggest challenges when I started getting into travel journaling was getting over the fear of working in public. As an introvert, like I hated working in public. I still do, but I've gotten it over a little bit. Um, I hate when people walk up to me and watch me draw or ask me about my art. I started by waiting to create until I was back at the hotel where no one could watch me or the campsite or just drawing wherever other people weren't. So I would try to find a secluded corner in the coffee shop or somewhere where I thought other people wouldn't be walking up to me to watch me draw. Uh, now I'm starting to get a little more comfortable drawing in public. I've come to realize that most people won't actually come talk to you. Uh, this was a hard thing for me to realize as an introvert. I sketch on planes a lot, but I still decide in my head if the people nearby look like someone who would talk to me or not. I know this is definitely an introvert problem, but I sort of judge people based on if they think, if I think they're going to talk to me about my art. I just want to add a side note. So I'm the complete opposite of Katie. I love talking to people on planes. <laughs> You're the people I avoid on airplanes. <laughs> I'm the people that you avoid on airplanes. I love talking to people on planes. Do you know why? Because they are totally new. Like it's a wild card. You never know if the people sitting next to you are going to be from somewhere really awesome or they're going to have the coolest job or you're going to get to swap really gritty travel stories. Like I... I sit down next to people on the planes and I just flat out start talking. Yeah. So if you were a stranger to me and you sat down next to me <laughs> on an airplane, I'd be like, she looks like someone who would talk to me. So I'm probably not going to draw on this plane. <laughs> but you had to get over that. Yeah, I've gotten over it a little bit. Uh, I've drawn on a bus in Iceland, which was really fun. And I've also learned to get quicker at field sketching. So when I'm out sketching in a city or in a national park, it's actually less time than I'm working in public. So I have a question for you, Katie. How did you get faster at field sketching? That's a hard question. <laughs> uh, I would just say I put down on paper like the most important elements of the scene. When I'm sketching in a pencil, I just 
I pick out the most obvious parts of the the landscape and just get those down on paper. And then I may finish it back up at back at the B&B or something. You've also encouraged me to take a picture as well of the same thing I'm sketching, which has been really helpful for me as a newbie um, art journaler. And then also like as someone who doesn't know how to sketch very well and is learning uh, to take a picture of it so that when I reach a point where I'm drawing and I like have complete doubts about what I'm doing, I can look back at that picture and be like, oh, yeah, there was a mountain there. That's why that doesn't feel quite right. So one of the things I get asked a lot is how to make time for creating while traveling. Um, Is this something you struggle with? Absolutely. I always want to create. I definitely have some FOMO, like, wow, I see Katie creating while we're traveling. It's so beautiful. Or these other artists I follow on Instagram. But then once I get to the place I'm going, I feel like I kind of have sensory overwhelm. Like I want to pack my schedule with too much stuff. And I'm not really sure how to fit creating in. My tip is maybe not a great tip, but I feel like I feel like it's not one people are going to like, but it's I mean, it's just what it is. Um, and my tip is to make time for it. Like, I just want to create all the time. So when I'm traveling, like anytime we're not doing something else, I'm creating art or writing in my journal, like. I just fill the time with it. So I think for me, starting in the morning is helpful. Like when you sit down with a cup of coffee, sit down and write down your journaling or get some watercolor painting and let it, let it give it time to dry. It's really easy to like think, oh, well, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then the whole day goes by. Or if you are staying in an Airbnb or a hotel and when you get back after exploring during the day and the first instinct you have is to turn the television on, instead of watching random TV that you're not going to remember, you can use that time for creating. Is your goal to finish the travel journal before the end of the trip? Uh, It really depends on the trip and like how much we've done, how much I've managed to fill it with. Like, I don't consider myself a failure if I haven't filled it up, but I definitely try to add as much as I can while we're traveling. For most of your journals, then, you're putting the finishing touches when you get home? Mm -hmm. I may print out a few photos once we get home to fill in some blank spaces. That's true. You might not always be able to uh, print your photos. Like, in some cases, maybe there's a printer available, but not always. Yeah, and sometimes I bring the instant camera, but definitely not for every trip. There are several reasons why we think that 2021 is a good time to try travel journaling and start with something new, like keeping an art journal or field sketching while you travel or while you're away from your studio. The first is, we are all feeling the need for a fresh start right now. If you're like us, you've probably been counting down till the end of 2020, along with the rest of the entire world. So starting with a fresh new hobby or a new practice can help you get that January reset going. The second reason is that in trying something new, it can feel really good. You can get new inspiration, practice trying new techniques, and overall just feel like you've really got those creative juices going. And the third reason is that you can make a travel journal by yourself. 
This doesn't have to involve a lot of people. You don't necessarily need to take a class on it or buy a ton of new supplies or depend on anyone else to be able to make it. You can make a travel journal from the closest park to your house or on a solo trip or even in your quiet time while you're on a group trip with your family or friends. Documenting like travel journals, scrapbooks, or even blogs and photo albums are important and they have value because the truth is you are not going to remember everything that happened to you, everything that happened on your trips and your journeys in 20 years or 30 years or maybe not even in five years. But if you have the travel journals, if you've recorded your experiences in some way, you are really going to love and appreciate the time that you took right now to record those stories. And the time that you made right now to sit down and be creative will result in a really special time in the future when you're able to look back at your artwork and look back at the way that you felt at the time. So we want to encourage you to save those ticket stubs, save those maps, make those doodles and create those journals. It's literally a window in time in your life. And that's why we love it. Thanks so much for listening, friends. I hope that this was inspiring to you and that you feel encouraged to try something new in 2021 and perhaps create your first travel journal. If you'd like to get more Studio Sisters inspiration and dive into more creative magic, you can sign up for our weekly creative business newsletter at shopstudiosisters.com. Bye guys.